Uh, and first of all, I want to thank everybody uh, for everything that you've done. I want to thank everybody for all your prayers, everybody that prayed. We had an incredible trip, uh, great bus, bus ride, good driver, no troubles. Everything went great going down. Everything went great coming home, and uh, all of that worked out. And so I thank everybody for their prayers, uh, all of your donations uh, that helped support kids, uh, that helped pay their ways, that helped meet, you know, ends where they, oh, I've got 150, I've got 175, and you help make that worth it for them to go. Uh, and we, we were able to give kids spending money so we could feed them at McDonald's and things like that. And so, uh, I want to thank everybody for that. I want to read to you, uh, out of Exodus 24 verse 15. Um, this is about Moses. It said, then Moses went up into the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain. Verse 16. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai and the cloud covered it six days. Then on the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud, the side of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Now, uh, if you've been in church for very long, you may have heard of mountaintop experiences. You may have heard that phrase before. And that's exactly what camp is. It's a mountaintop experience. And when people say that, they're referring to this scripture, this chapter uh, in Exodus. And we know it very well because Moses uh, saves the Israelites. They, you know, escape, they cross the Red Sea, and then they get to Mount Sinai and they're down in the desert. Uh, Moses goes up. He's up there for 40 days. We know when he comes down that the children of Israel had made a gold calf and they were now worshiping that. And he'd been up, you know, in the presence of God, the very midst of God for 40 days. And, and that's exactly what camp is like. Something happens when, you know, you go on a long bus ride, you're tired, uh, you've got bad cell service, you're disconnected from social media, you're kind of pulled away from maybe family or, or the wrong kind of friends, you're pulled away from those people, and you're thrown into this experience, into this bubble, per se, uh, of camp. And it's church in the morning, it's small groups in the afternoon, and then it's church again at night. And you do it for three days. I figured that just the service time at, at camp, just like the times that were in the auditorium, is 15 weeks worth of ground zero. So in three days, they get 15 weeks worth of ground zero. And so you can kind of imagine why it's such an impactful and powerful time. I want to read to you another verse out of Matthew. Uh, this is 1423. It says, and he had sent the multitudes away. Jesus sent the multitudes away. He went up onto the mountain by himself to pray. Then when evening came, he was there alone. Um, and so what that is, is Jesus, he preached to the multitude. He sent them away and he went up on the mountain to pray. And what happened is, is Jesus got away and went to the mountain to be with God. And that's exactly what camp is. Uh, something happens in, in a student's life when they say, God, I'm going to give you the next three days. I'm going to give up what I'm doing here, what I'm doing right now, and I'm going to go to camp. And camp's a lot of fun. And in Ground Zero, we've always said that pool tables and basketball are just bait, right? That just gets them here. And water slides and go-karts at camp are, are just bait. It gets them there. And they give up this time, and, and they get there and experience 
experience amazing things. And I don't want to get into it because I'm going to ruin uh, our testimony time. But incredible, amazing things happened to these students while they were at camp. Now, I want to take just a minute and talk to you for a second about mountaintop experiences. Men, men's retreat is a mountaintop experience. No pun intended because we really are on the mountains. But that is the time that you say, I'm going to, I'm going to take off some time from work. I'm going to give up a weekend. I'm going to give this time up. And I'm going to go be with God. And I'm going to give God this time. And something so amazing happens because I feel like God shows up in such a powerful way when you do that. When you say, God, I'm going to give you the next three days. I, you know, I'm pressured at work. I've got things going on, but I'm going to make time for you. And God shows up. Ladies, the same thing happens to you. If we're doing a women's event, a women's conference, anything like that, and you take the time to be here, God shows up. I know some of the ladies are going to Trinity Fellowship in the coming weeks uh, because they're having some ladies in to speak and they're doing a little conference. And when you do that, God shows up. And uh, Pastor Rusty uh, said a quote that great leaders get their people to great places to experience God. And that's what camp's about. These kids are, are greatly ministered to at, at ground zero every single week. But then when you top that off with camp, with three days of your head underwater per se, um, amazing things happen. And God does incredible things. And uh, camp is just is insanely hard to explain. And uh, if you've ever been to camp, you know. And uh, I want you to know that incredible things happen. We're going to get into that. But before we jump into testimonies, I want to call Pastor Rusty up so he can share. Would y'all give Pastor Rusty a hand as he comes? All right. I wanted, I didn't do this in the early service. I want y'all to be sure and see me in the picture. See that bald head? The second one. Okay. Then follow all the way across to that other bald head. That's my granddaughter right there. You see her? We, we cap, right, we cap it off. So, yeah, she's at camp for the first time when she's six months old. Amen. Clap for Annie. Come on, y'all. My gosh. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is our 20th year to be at Discovery Camp, uh, our 20th camp. And uh, Pastor Rusty is the only one who's been to all 20 camps. So, yeah. And uh, before we went to Discovery Camp, we used to go out to Roaring Springs to a kid's camp uh, back when I was like a, a little kid. And that's where we would go to kid's camp. And I bet, I mean, how long did we go to that camp? Ten, ten years? And so Pastor Rusty has roughly been uh, to camps every single summer for the last 30 years. So if you wonder why he's bald, that's why. So y'all go ahead and give him a hand clap for that. Um, so, so you've been to camp all, all 20 years, um, and over that time we've seen tons of kids go through camp. How has the group of kids uh, changed? Uh, how has the dynamic of camp changed over the last 20 years? Uh, that's really simple. I would always tell the same story for years. When we would go to camp, there's nothing like worshiping with a thousand teenagers. It's just, it's unbelievable, and the band would get up and kick off praise and worship, and they invite the teenagers to come up front. Well, probably seventy five, eighty percent of them would run to the front, and then another twenty percent would run to the back. There was always a real division, and it was like there was a bunch of kids who wanted God. But then there were kids who didn't want God. And if you will, there was almost like a dividing line in the room. And you would go toward the front, and there was God's presence. And you went to the back of the room. There were the kids who were trying, literally trying to get out of the building and didn't want to be there. It's not like that anymore. I can tell you the last several years, 
95% of the kids run to the front. And they worship, they praise, they dance, they cry out to God. Of all of our kids that we take from this church, 99% of them go to the front to worship God. And it, it wasn't always that way. In years past, you know, we could have 25% of our kids wouldn't go up front. They, they weren't that interested. And so the one change I've seen is just the hunger in that generation of kids uh, who are looking for something from God. Yeah, I think, I think this group of kids has been the most passionate about Christ that I've seen uh, in, in going to camp. Um, 20 years, what... what what have you seen God repeatedly do every year? And then what are some new things you've seen God do just even in the, this last year? Well, you know, Kurt already said it this morning, but I want to say it again. Thank you all. Thank you for being a part of Tulia Christian Fellowship. Thank you for being a church that believes in kids, believes in teenagers. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be a part of a church and a group of believers who allow us to do what we do. I've always believed in camp. Camp changes lives. And I see it over and over and over. One of the things that I've always said is that camp puts an anchor in your soul. Now, imagine you're in a storm, and there's an anchor, a huge anchor, and it's in the ground, and you're holding on to the chain, and that anchor holds you in place. Well, what happens is kids go to camp, and they experience God. Now, they experience God in Ground Zero, too, but there's something special about camp. And here's what I've always known in my heart. You fast forward five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, all right, and kids that went to camp, they're married, they've got kids, uh, they're up in the middle of the night with a colicky baby, and uh, they need God to move in their life. And they can remember when they were a teenager, hey, God touched me at camp, maybe he can touch me, touch my child, touch my family now. And it puts an anchor in their soul, and it gives them something to hang on to. And I've seen God do that year after year after year. That's amazing. What what about the future of camp? We've gone twenty years. What are you what are you looking forward to and what do you see in the future of what camp? What I see in the future is me ninety years old. I said in the early service eighty, but we had a ninety year old in the service who's not on a walker. I'm gonna be ninety on my walker going to camp. That's what I see in the future. Ninety years old. Amen. Y'all give Pastor a hand clap. Pastor uh, used to stay in the dorms with us. I, I, it's been like maybe three, four years that he hasn't uh, been in the dorm. They stayed in a hotel this last year, and that's what they've been doing. And Megan uh, got to stay in a hotel with Annie this last year. So that's not even like really going to camp. I mean, if you don't sleep in the dorm uh, on that mattress that's about, you know, that, that thick right there, uh, that, that, that's, you know, you know, like when you go camping and you're sleeping on the ground, if you've ever been camping, that's all of the experience, you know, sleeping on some little mattress in a dirty room and, and actually our room, the junior high boys cleanest dorm three nights in a row, three nights. I've wanted to win that award so bad and never could. And man, junior high boys, we swept it three nights in a row and it was uh, amazing. I mean, before dinner, they would run through the room and clean it. That's why you should send your kids to camp right there so they can learn to clean a dorm. Uh, Brianna, if you would go ahead and come up. Y'all give Brianna a hand clap as she comes up. 
Brianna has helped in Ground Zero uh, the last couple of years, and this was her first year uh, to go to camp. She'd never been as a camper, as a student. Most of all of our leaders have been as campers, uh, but she never had, and so this was her first year. And so we wanted to talk to her uh, about camp. And, and the first question I have is, is going to camp, kind of what were your expectations, and then how did, what, I mean, how did those expectations come to, to life at camp? Um, I came for a few reasons, but one, I was really expecting God to move and just um, really move in the teenagers' lives. And then another was I I help at Ground Zero once a week, but I've never been able to really connect with some of the girls. So I was really looking forward to connecting and then getting to know them, um, getting to know their personalities, things like that. So you you go to camp the first time, um, you you know, you hear everything about it. you talk about connecting with the girls. When you got to camp, what did you see God uh, do in the girls' lives, like in service and at camp? Um, I really got to experience um, them, and got, I got to see um, several of them um, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then not only that, but um, I feel like there were a lot of broken hearts healed, um, a lot of healing. And then um, I've just, the group of girls we took um, were literally just on fire for God. I've never seen um, teenager girls um, like that before. Like that, yeah. You talked about how you got filled with the Holy Spirit at camp. Could you talk just a little bit about that? Yeah. One thing I didn't expect going to camp was um, for me to receive anything out of that. Um, but I was wrong. Um, we were in a service um, on the Holy Spirit, and I just felt really moved. And I was able to go up, and I was able to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that has just truly um, helped change my life, even coming home from camp. Um, I feel peace and love and then a lot of direction right now in my life, which was something I was kind of looking for. Um, I feel um, direction by the Holy Spirit and like I'm being led, um, and I have complete peace knowing that that's, you know, it's from the Holy Spirit. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Y'all give Brianna a hand clap. Uh, this year at camp when we went to, uh, we went to a Holy Spirit session and then we had a volleyball game, and so we, uh, we were going to cut out a little early so we could make it over to the volleyball game. And as we're heading over there, I got a phone call for two of the girls, uh, their sisters uh, that were at camp with us, that their mom had been in the hospital and uh, that she had passed away and that they needed to get a hold of them. And so we got them connected, and, and it's the last day of camp, uh, the, our last full day. We had one more morning, and they found out that while they were at camp, their mom had passed away. And it was a very uh, tough time. And later on, uh, their dad came down, picked them up, brought them home so they could plan. When we got home, Pastor Rusty did the funeral, and the oldest girl said how that uh, in the funeral house she would have rather have been nowhere else than at camp, that she was so glad to be at camp surrounded by people who loved her, who loved Christ, and how she got filled with the Holy Spirit, and and how that brought peace uh, to her and to her heart about her mom. And and a lot of times we can think kids go to camp, kids don't have real problems, but real stuff goes down at camp. And, uh, you know, on that, I'm so thankful for your prayers. I'm so thankful for everybody here that was praying for us, uh, helping us get through that, and, and, and then continued prayer for these students. I know you have names, and I know camp's over, but if God's leading you, don't just throw that name away. Keep praying over that name and hang on to it. Uh, I want to call Ashley up, Ashley Ramirez. Y'all give Ashley a hand as she comes up. (laughs) Ashley's been with us uh, a dozen times as a leader. Uh, She went uh, as as a camper. 
I think it was, was it your senior year that you told dad you weren't going to camp? Yeah. Yeah, senior she said, year. I'm too cool for camp. Uh, I think you're on. Just put it, put it up to your chin. Okay. Yeah. Can y'all hear? Blink once if you can. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Okay, so uh, you, you've been to camp as a camper. You've been as a leader. Uh, how, how do you think that this, this camp was different from the rest? Um, I, I think, like y'all have been saying, just the kids in that they were really um, on fire for God, and they wanted something out of camp. It wasn't just about going to have fun. It was really about going to um, get something from God, and they were really expecting. Yeah, you said that the girls this year weren't boy crazy. No, not boy crazy. And I didn't have you, girls going. You know, in the past, we've had girls leave the dorm at night. They want to go roam around, and they want to go look for boys, and none of that none this of that. year. No. Nope. Good kids. Pretty awesome. Good kids. Good job, Proud girls. of y'all right there. <laughs> Good job. Uh, what, what did you see God do in the girls uh, at camp, in their lives? Um, one afternoon, they did a session that was completely optional. It was called, Who is the Holy Spirit? And it was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when it's hot. You're tired. You don't want to do anything except go to the dorm and hang out. And me and Brianna asked... Um, some of the girls, if they wanted to go, I think we had 22 girls total and we had like 16 girls go to the session on who is the Holy Spirit. And, um, they did a Bible's before breakfast one morning at seven thirty in the morning. And we had about 10 girls go with that. Seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. I mean, for teenagers and it's summer yeah. breakfast didn't until like eight thirty. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome just to see how they were hungry and they really wanted something out of this camp. Um, what about for yourself, uh, this camp? What did God do in your life this year? Did you finally get saved? I got and, saved and at delivered? camp this year, guys. We're so proud of you. <laughs> it's about time. No, but but, but for real, uh, what did what did God the, do? Yeah, in your the life? awesome thing about camp is. Um, the, the leaders really get ministered to just as much as the kids do. And every year I go expecting something from God just like the kids do. And it's easy to go to camp and be like, oh, I've done this, you know, 20 times. And I know what they're going to do. I know how the services are going to go. But um, I was just really encouraged to um, keep following God. And you just, like Kurt said, you don't understand until you go, but you're just so encouraged when you get back. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll uh -huh. give Ashley a hand clap. Uh, you know, we have two of our female leaders get up and, and did an awesome job. One of the things I think that the, uh, that happened to the guys is, uh, just as everybody else has been saying, they were very hungry for God. Um, and, and lots of times we can have a little bit of division at camp, you know, and, uh, I saw in the night services, how the high school guys, uh, ministering to the junior high guys, praying for them, watching out for them. And, uh, I, I was like that. I love camaraderie. Uh, you know, we grew up and dad always said that blood's thicker than water. I'm not really sure what it means, but it's like all for one. You know, if you're going to fight one of us, you're going to fight all of us. And, and, and we kind of had that at camp with the guys. And so many of the, the guys were profoundly ministered to, and we're going to read some of the testimonies. Megan, can, can you come up? Is the baby okay? First, first service, we didn't know it, but the baby cried a little bit, like for a long time. We couldn't get her calmed down, but she's all right now. So y'all give Megan a hand clap. Cheers. All right. Awesome. We're going to read some testimonies now. We got tons of time. 
Oh, did I not turn you on? No, it's on. Okay. Sorry. I've almost been to camp as many times as Rusty. Yeah, but it's been all 20. Not quite, but almost. How many? What was this number? Was this 18? 17 or 18. 17 or 18, yeah. I'm a camp junkie. Camp junkie. So. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I've got the guys. She's got the girls. You go first. We'll okay. jump back and forth. Okay. Um, one girl wrote, I came expecting nothing but received everything I needed. And I think that's pretty amazing. A lot of times, if you, especially if they've never gone to camp before, they'll go to camp thinking, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to ride the water slides and hang out with my friends for a week. Um, and then they get there, and the very first night service, God just shows up and just completely just shows up for him and yeah. shows him that he's real, and it's amazing I, to see that. I love so much how she said that she wasn't expecting anything. Yeah. And I think that should encourage all of us, man. You drag your family here and you think they don't want to be here, but they can, God will still show up and move. And, you know, Christmas, Easter, you drag somebody here and God will still move, whether they're expecting or not. Well, that's what I love. This is from one of our uh, uh, leaders. It says, this year going to camp, I had many questions for God. I struggled immensely this past year. And the devil showed me the things of the world and uh, has been trying to convince me to fall into that trap. But God spoke to me at camp and the things he told me gave me a newfound wisdom and knowledge and understanding of his love for me. I was having a hard time with the death of my mom, but God told me that she loves me and is proud of me and has lifted that burden. So just as Ashley was saying how leaders, we get on the bus and we think, oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to help the kids or I'm going to watch kid or, or herd cats, you know, however you envision it. And, but God still shows up and does amazing things in our lives as well. This is from a high school girl, and she said, This year at camp, God has sewn up my broken heart. He proved to me that he always shows up when I call on him. I have been filled with a passion to live my life for Christ and to continue to strengthen my relationship with him. I know Jesus is my healer, comforter, and best friend. My confidence and love for him is unshakable. That's it. That's I think, amazing. I think sometimes, you know, as all of us do throughout the year, you kind of get beaten down just with situations and trials and hurts and then you go to camp and it's just like this almost like you're going into the emergency room and God heals everything and restores everything and then you can go back home and you're strengthened and encouraged and I always think camp is a spiritual booster shot you know yes and like we said it's you know the service time is 15 weeks of ground that's half our year of just service time now the whole time we're at camp we're there like two times as long as we are at ground zero if you're there every single week uh this is one of our boys it says uh During camp, God uh, freed me from addiction and told me to work on my relationship with my mom. So if you got boys, that's reason number one to send them to camp. Only God could get a boy to write down that he needs to work on his relationship with mom, right? I mean, what kind of kid sits on the bus? What should I write about? I'm going to work on my relationship with my mom. It's Plus, like, you know God shows up because only God could get junior high boys to clean a dorm room. I yeah, mean, that's exactly right. I'm just saying. All right. This is from one of the junior high girls, and she said, God helped me get closer to him and find the, a reason that he truly did care for me and that I always thought nobody cared, but he did. God spoke through me every day, and I joined his parade, and I'm ready to spread the word and find out what great plans he has for me in life. And the theme for camp this year was his parade and how God's always on the move and that we need to join his parade and to spread the gospel and to spread the good news of Christ. And so it was really cool to see the theme 
throughout the testimonies, they write about, I'm joining his parade. And that's, that's what we're called to do is to spread his, the word of God. Uh, this young man wrote, uh, Jesus took the guilt off my shoulders and set me free and showed me the path. I mean, I think that's amazing. I mean, think about this young kid goes to camp, going into high school, and, and he gets set free, and he, he feels like God's leading and directing him. I just think that, that that's worth camp right there. Every penny, every heartache, every form, every shot record that's not turned in, uh, I mean, it's all worth it right there. This girl says, this year was special. This year I was so involved in the Holy Spirit and understood what he was trying to say to me. I learned that God doesn't want perfection. He just wants attention from your soul. The moment I received him and believed him, his indescribable peace and joy just flooded my heart. That moment I knew that I will forever walk in his parade. And I love, she wrote, God doesn't want perfection. He just wants attention from you. And I think, I mean... I read that first service and it's like, oh my gosh, I need a notepad and just to start copying this right, down. And it's there. like, they get so much revelation at camp and it's all God speaking to them. And it's so amazing to see that. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, we're talking about pastor uh, being at camp and what have we seen different? Uh, you know, one of the things I've noticed is the last night of camp is always the best night of camp. And it takes, you know, those three days for kids to kind of get broken down and kind of where they're open to God. And I don't see that anymore. First night when that band kicks in, those kids' hearts are open and they're receiving everything that God has. And we're not having to tell a man, enter in, enter in, don't wait till the last night. But, I mean, because the kids are just so hungry. Uh, this young man wrote, uh, he'll be a senior. He said, uh, the Lord has given me the strength to forgive my mom for what she has done to me. From now on, I will have respect for her more than I've ever had. I, I mean, that, that right, I mean, think how God opened up this young man's heart and, and got him to, to forgive his mom. I don't know the situation. I don't know what's going on. And then giving him the ability to say, I'm going to respect her from now on. I, I think that's incredible. Um, also at camp, I know last year we had a lot of physical healings happen at camp and it's so amazing to see somebody that's like, I know God does miracles and I know God heals people, but then when it happens to you, it just, it's so amazing. And so this girl writes, I had a miracle in the beginning. I believed in miracles, but I didn't know they would happen to me. She got an ear infection and the pain was severe. It was so dreadful. But when Pastor Rusty and Kristen and Hattie prayed for me at dinner, I didn't think that God would answer so quickly. But later that day at service, I was touched by the Holy Spirit. I have never felt so moved and happy. After service, I didn't even realize that my ear wasn't hurting. I didn't even notice. But when I did, I knew Jesus makes miracles happen. And I just think like, she went about and went to the evening service. And then afterwards it's like, Oh, my ear doesn't hurt anymore. I got healed. And I mean, that's God. She didn't have any medication for it. She didn't, they prayed over yeah. it. And by the end of service, it was and completely healed. What I love is, is she says a pastor and Hattie and Kristen, which are two students that went with us. Uh, they prayed for in the line to dinner. They're standing in line to get, get a biscuit. And she says, Oh, my ear's been hurting all day. I have a severe ear infection and they pray for her and she gets healed. And, and I mean, that should encourage you that, I mean, you can pray anywhere. It, it, 
And I believe that, you know, camp strengthens your faith, but man, they prayed and, and she was healed. And she, after service, I mean, she was just lit up. She was excited. She ran up to me and told me my ear doesn't hurt, not even a little bit. There's no pain and I've been healed. And, and, and that right there, that's just a, a sample. I mean, there's so many others. It was so hard to pick out the ones to read this morning, uh, but, but God did amazing things and you were a part of that. Uh, Megan has one of our, our shirts on that we got made. And it says ground zero on the front and then on the back, it says uh, how much money, campers, uh, miles, traveled, nights at camp, and miracles uh, of 20 years of discovery camp. I'm going to read the numbers in a minute, so don't, don't panic. So uh, y'all give Megan a hand clap as she goes. So uh, at camp, uh, the last 20 years of camp, we spent $163,000 on camp. 163000 That's like a Lamborghini or something. I mean, $163,000. We've taken 1,306 campers, 1,300 students. We've traveled 21,000 miles, 21,000 miles on a bus. Come on, somebody. Uh, we've spent 60 nights at camp, 60 nights, two months of camp. And you may think, well, two months isn't a lot. If you've been, it's a lot. And then miracles that we've had are countless. And just as you heard of the young girl who got healed uh, from the ear infection last year, we had so many healings take place, shoulders and elbows and, and, and all these different things. And like Brianna said, this year so many broken hearts were healed. As I flipped through the girl's stories, as God sewed up my broken heart, God healed my heart, God healed my spirit. And, and I think that's so amazing. And I, I know everybody here can't go to camp. I wish we could take everybody just so you could experience it for one night, just being in one of those services, and you think, I want to help, I want to be a part of this, and, and I know this is going to kind of sound uh, crazy, but uh, the best way you can help is by giving right here on Sunday mornings. When we take up the offering, if you get on your phone and text to give, if you get online and set up reoccurring giving, or, or you give online, I mean, just as you saw, I mean, it took $163,000 to go to camp over the last 20 years, and, and Pastor Rusty doesn't plan on you know, oh, well, we did 20 years. High five, everybody. We're never doing that again. We're going to continue to go to camp. And as you give, you make that happen. And maybe you give a little bit now, and, and I encourage you to pray and talk to God and maybe step up. Maybe you jump to giving 5%, or maybe you jump up to giving 10%. Uh, and that's what the Bible calls us to do, and I want to encourage you to do that. And as you've already been doing, uh, I mean, through your giving, we've been able to go for the last 20 years, and we want to keep going. Also, another way is you can go to the coffee bar and you can buy a drink. When you buy a drink in the coffee bar, everything that we make goes right back into Ground Zero and Power Kids and right back into camp. And uh, that's an amazing way for you to help and jump in and be a part of and continue to pray. Um, continue to pray for those students, those names you have. Uh, and, you know, Ground Zero and Power Kids, we're not very far from starting and uh, we're going to have an incredible year and continue to do great things. So if you would uh, bow your heads with me. And we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for everything that you did at camp, everything you did in our students, everything you did in our leaders. Father God, I pray that you would just continue to move right here at Tulia Christian Fellowship. Father God, we thank you for the vision that you've given Pastor Rusty and Miss Vicki for sending them to Tulia to start Ground Zero Empower Kids and TCF. Father God, and for the continued work that you're doing right here. Father, I pray that you would move on our hearts, that you would strengthen and encourage us today. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... Amen.